It's Wednesday. You know what that means. Welcome into Highly Disputed. My name is Dylan Bishop, and with me, as always, is Ryan Stickle. How's it going, Ryan? Oh, man. It just uh, feels good to have one football team that's good that I root for. At least I have that one. And only that one. Yeah. I, I, I'm right there with you, really, after this week. Even after, you know, if one of those teams won 65-7, to then it's not the good one. <laughs> no, because they, I mean, they won against a bad team. Exactly. And a really bad team. Or, I don't know. A team not in their league. Yeah, literally, literally, out, literally out of their league. Literally out of their league, and also just kind of, you know, talent-wise and in every way. <laughs> Yeah, there's a reason that the Towson Tigers are not at the uh, the FBS level. <laughs> They're not making the 12-team playoff, we'll say that. No. Who, I mean, man, 12-team playoff. That's going to be is, something. That's too many teams, right? Yeah, I mean, you're, you're essentially just making it so that more teams can say we made the playoff. I mean, you're yeah. going to have – the first round will have, at best, two good games. Um, and then as you go on, I mean, no round is going to have more than two good games. Usually in the playoff, we're lucky if we get one good game. Because <laughs> right. usually yeah. it's Alabama is much better than everyone or Georgia is much better or Clemson, whoever it might be that year. Um, it's, you know, it'll be exciting, I guess, to see the battle, you know, Teams ranked ten to fifteen, duking it out. Who you know, maybe aren't there all the time. It'll create excitement for those teams. Um, it obviously, well, maybe not obviously, but um, if West Virginia football is where it wants to be, they should be kind of on the the edge of competing for a college football playoff. You know, competing for the chance to face Alabama in the first round. Um, obviously, they have a long way to go there, but um, it just kind of creates an opportunity for teams to say they got somewhere, really. It also creates an opportunity for more uh, broadcast rights and more advertising because, hey, more playoff games to spend uh, your broadcasting, you know, your media rights money on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I wonder how much of this is going to be, you know, converting more bowl games into um playoff games so it kind of serves both purposes like we kind of lost what the rose bowl was because every other year the rose bowl is just you know the one seed and the four seed or whatever it's going to be right it's a it's a playoff game so i do wonder if we're going to lose a few more bowl games like um i don't know will the alamo bowl the peach or uh yeah the peach bowl things yeah, like that that that, that next well, you the know, Peach Bowl was already won, but like obviously, I guess all the New Year's Six bowls will be kind of in play there, and then maybe all of the, all in the same year, probably yeah, all in the same right. year, and then I guess you know maybe a couple others, the higher kind of prestige ones, get thrown in there. Um, I do wonder, you know, if you make, you know, there's only so many bowl games you could you could use because there's going to be more rounds and everything. I do wonder if you know maybe the first or second round is is its own thing and um a big opportunity that can either hit or miss will be are they going to allow some some home games you know um because that's the big thing you miss in these these bowl games these meaningful college games even when it is played near um a school's you know home city hometown or same region you miss the true home atmosphere and they can pack out these nfl stadiums you know all they want you just lose something special there. And, you know, if you have a team, you know, maybe they're ranked, they, they have a really good year, they're ranked like fifth or something. Um, and it's like the peak for that team. Like you see, we've seen, you know, Washington have a year like that. Um, random teams like that for them to be able to host what they can call a college football playoff game in a year that's just like kind of an outlier for them would mm-hmm. be really cool instead of, you know, Hey, you had a great year. Go face a really good team in Texas, which is <laughs> two thousand miles away from. Yeah, here. God. So, um, 
that'd be interesting to see. But I I assume that the format it will be top four teams gonna buy, and then they go like one th- one versus eight, two versus seven, you know, from there kind of thing. I could see that. Yeah, I think that'd be that'd be cool. I think so. You need to find a way to get home games in there, but um, I don't think anything tops the D two system. To be honest, I like the D two. Obviously, you can't do regions and D one. Um, it's it's just a different sport, really. But, different landscape and all um, that. Yeah, I love all the home games you get. Good atmospheres. Right. If they were to go with that format, the first round of the playoff, as of I'm looking at the AP top twenty five right now for week four. So I'm going to say top four get buys, then you do five versus 12, six versus 11, seven versus 10, eight versus nine. Right. Mm-hmm. Five versus 12, Clemson versus NC State. What so, a what a, what a matchup. I mean, I guess that's going to be this year's ACC championship game. But <laughs> They're going to be shelling out the big bucks for that one. Yeah. <laughs> six versus 11, Oklahoma versus Tennessee. Does anyone Does anyone give a shit about that? Um, fans of those schools, I think it's it has meme potential, but it's it not gonna be, it's not going to be a good football game. It's going to be a massacre. Tennessee S- that high, huh? Yeah, man. Speaking of teams that high, seven versus ten would be USC versus Arkansas. Woo pig. Woo pig. I agree. Eight versus nine, Kentucky versus Oklahoma State. That has that has potential. <laughs> that's the one it I'll has give, potential i'll give them that but one. i'm like still kentucky and oklahoma state if so, that if you put that game on the schedule this week when's when's it getting played is, is it i mean i know it's eight versus nine but i mean like i think it's is it a three thirty? it's um i, I want to say it's gonna be it's a seven o'clock on espn2 espn2 i would have given it espn but okay that's fair but I, I, yeah, that feels right. Seven, it's one of seven those, o'clock. It's one of those. When was the the game scheduled? When was the TV schedule made? Yeah. And how good were those teams known to be when it was made? <laughs> right. Yeah. So, and then it's Georgia, Alabama, Oklahoma, or Ohio State, Michigan are the top four. As always. <laughs> you would assume that if all the higher seeds won, you would get Georgia, Kentucky. I mean, I don't care. Alabama USC, that sounds fun just to see USC get slaughtered. <laughs> o- Ohio State Oklahoma, which in a different year would sound more appealing than it does this year. Yeah, that's. Uh... And then Michigan Clemson, which again that... in a different year, like Clemson's not full Clemson. No, they their offense just hasn't been the same for <laughs> a couple years now. So yeah. Not quite as exciting a team. Yeah. But you know who does have an exciting offense? The Shepherd Rams. Oh, man. And they, they battled through it, didn't they? They sure did. I mean, that, that, I mean, their, their offensive line, and I'll give credit to, to Cal. I mean, really good defense, really good um, defensive line. Um, they don't, they didn't seem to have much of a weakness on defense. They kind of got no. beat by a better team. But, um, Trevor got dominated up front for the most part. Yeah, Cal came into the week being the number 16 ranked defense in Division Two in Bill Connolly's SP+, which with the 61st offense was good enough to have them ranked 22nd overall. <laughs> Shepard's up at 4th overall with the number 1 offense and the number 63 defense. 63 is pretty good for them. Like Last year it was like 110th. Yeah, it was um definitely definitely a weakness. That's that's something I haven't thought about much since that game. And I guess, you know, it, it's hard to compare, but if Shepard's in that game last year, I don't know that they pull that one out. Because that's a game their defense is is probably giving up the low thirties range yeah. in points instead of giving up um what ended up being what twenty three points, mm-hmm. um, and that's just kind of the difference this year. And there's still a lot of season left, obviously, but the returns on their defense so far have been really good. Um, right, pretty dominant against teams they should have been dominant against first two games, and they come out and um, outside of a second half kind of flurry, 
by Cal. I mean, they played really well. Um, you know, it's just one of those things. You're, you're playing a really good football team, first off. Um, and you wear down a little bit as the game goes on. That happens. It's a big game at home. Your offense is not quite putting up what you're used to. Um, it was kind of all going against them there. But they made just enough stops, um, special teams, defense, or otherwise, that uh, they ended up pulling it out. And Tyson kind of put the team on his back with <laughs> people in his face constantly. So, yeah, that was the quietest 490 yards passing I've ever. That's seen. what I was thinking. Like, did not come out of that game thinking Tyson. Like, if you told me, like, yeah, he threw a lot at the end in the second half. So he got his stats up. I'd be like, "Oh, well, did he get himself up to like three hundred and fifty or something? Three hundred? I would maybe four hundred. I would have guessed like three thirty. Like the offense felt like he did nothing all day. <laughs> I guess he, you know, between the, the the good drives at the end and then them just kind of chipping away. Because it was a lot of field. It was all like drives. red zone fuel. It was kind of like red zone futility, if anything. Yeah. Because they would get down the field and then just kind of kick field goals. Yeah, I mean, when you get down there, um, you know, and you can't run the ball very well, that's just kind of how it goes usually. Yeah. I mean, they just they just straight up didn't run the ball in the second half. And like, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I don't blame them. I mean, right. you have a quarterback that good and the run game isn't really working, you don't have much reason to establish it unless your quarterback is getting beat up. And he wasn't necessarily getting beat up. Um, but he was under a lot of duress. Yeah. And he did have NFL scouts at that game from the senior bowl. And I think probably others. And it came out like this week that Jim Nagy, the director of the senior bowl wrote that they have a mid round grade on them NFL wise. And apparently multiple NFL teams themselves do also. Yeah, that was, um, that was a little surprising to hear, honestly. Yeah, mid round, like I hear, I hear that, and it that probably means you know fourth or fifth. But... Yeah, because for me, it was you know he is obviously extremely good, um, and it was you know knowing what past Shepherd players have done, um, in terms of professional ball, um, and you know those players were really good. Um, a couple defensive guys, quarterback here or there, receivers. Um, even as good as Tyson was, I thought, you know, maybe if he has a good year, he, he will probably get drafted. And by get drafted, I mean, like, he will barely, you know, last couple rounds when teams, are, round. te- teams are kind of just picking guys <laughs> yeah. like it, to the point where it's like, yeah, somebody in that organization scouted someone. Um, That's when they let the scouts make the picks. Yeah, I mean the coaches and the scouts that were out there at the D two level powers start pounding the table and like this is my guy. And you know they'll they'll, they'll probably not admit to it most of them, but it, it's guys where you ask the head coach, did you watch him play in college at all? And the coach is going to say no because how do you have time to? Right. So um, for them to say mid round and um, that this early in the year for that, if Tyson can can show them more if it's possible yeah. um, if he can somehow improve to be even more dominant um, he's going to be in pretty good shape and then you throw on top of it kind of the whole the process you hear about guys killing the process he's going to have that chance um, you know probably going to get a chance to go to the senior bowl barring something happening I mean a lot of buzz around that those guys are taking looks at him the only thing is, it's like the list. He was on the short list of like fifty guys, but the Senior Bowl is like six or eight quarterbacks. In the end, he could always end up at the Shrine Game or something, you know. If nothing else, one of those other low, lower level ones. But it is tough competition there. Yeah, and I mean, then um, uh, yeah. I want to say Billy Brown went to one of those. I probably, I think the Shrine game. Probably Shrine game. I, I do. It's the I, number. I, it's like the number two. I just remember him wearing, seeing the Shepherd helmet on one of those, you know, like <laughs> All Star game jerseys or whatever they wear. So, um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, that's it's gonna play out. Um, I don't, you know, I don't know how much focus he has on that versus no, 
you know, trying to come out and win. I'm sure he's pretty, pretty set on winning. I mean, they have a really good team. They've shown that um, at least so far they have, they haven't taken much of a step back from last year. Uh, certain no. areas they've improved. We'll see about the kicking game. <laughs> um, yeah. That was certainly a, a I don't want to say a debacle, but uh, didn't seem to trust the kicker much late in the game going forward on fourth and nine. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, obviously he came back out, nailed the one to tie it and then the one to win it. Uh, so it was a little weird looking back. Like we didn't really trust this guy to make, you know, yeah, I don't even I, know what it, 30, 40 yard field goal. Yeah. It was like at the 20 yard line or something. When I was doing the sideline interview after the game, I tried to ask coach McCook, like, you know, you went for it with, you know, in that situation in regulation, instead of kicking the game tying field goal, it was on me. I didn't really. Ex- I don't think I explained it as well as I could have, like in the mo- in the moment for him to understand what play I was talking about exactly. But he was just like, wait, "What are you talking about? Wait, wait, which play?" And I tried, and I said something, and his response was just kind of like, "Took a second. He still didn't know what I was talking about. I don't think, and he just gave some sort of answer." <laughs> Yeah, that's that's hard to tell if that's intentional or if you know. It probably wasn't. I mean, may, maybe in the moment it did not seem like a big call to them. It's just like we're maybe. gonna go for this because to me it was like, well, you have a chance to tie the game. Um, to be fair, it's like they did have all three timeouts and it ended up working out. You know, it did. It did end up working out, and they, you know, they <laughs> trusted the kicker to kick a, I believe, forty-two yard field goal with time expiring. So, yep. It worked so, out in the end. Tough one coming yeah. up again this week. So Kutztown. Yep. And Kutztown is going to be, I'm sure, bloodthirsty. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Are they ever? That's going to be so, a. That's going to be a. That's going to be a weather the storm type game early on. Yeah. So based on the metrics, at least, uh, Kutztown's ranked 17th in SP plus compared to 22nd for Cal. Uh, 82nd offense, 83rd offense, and second defense. Yeah. The number, so it's number two defense versus number one offense, which is basically what it was last year, too. I mean, it was about the same going into that game, both games, really. It's where Kutztown yeah, has one of the best defenses in D2, and Shepard had the best uh, offense. They, they had a good start in that playoff game last year and then kind of held on for dear life to that point. Um, obviously, till yep. the the hail mary was was needed, um, but this this game, uh, I just Kutztown's going to come out with a ball of energy. Um, I'm sure they'll have a good crowd on hand as well. Oh yeah, I'm sure Shepard will have a, a decent crowd. Obviously, it's not going to be the playoff type of crowd they had last year. Travel up, but yeah, um, yeah, that's going to be one. Maybe if you can manage to run the ball early a little bit, that's gonna that's gonna improve your chances by a lot um, because it's going to be hard to have Tyson do what he did last week on the road this time because that team's going to be, you know, just as good and and a little better on defense and also have that home crowd behind them. So definitely going to be a tough game. Uh, There's not really on the schedule any game I look at that I look at and go, well, they probably can't win that one. Um, This team's just too good. Yeah. Um, and you know, Kutztown outside of that playoff game has had their number. These these regular season matchups, yes. Kutztown is has managed to kind of sneak away with wins. So you know, you got the monkey off your back with Kutztown overall. If you can get the regular season win as well, um, that's gonna really help help your your playoff standing this year and um, really ease up your schedule. Because I mean, if you can manage to pull this one out. You gotta, you gotta be pretty happy about what you have left. Looking <laughs> at the rest of the year in terms of favorable mashups. Yeah, no, this is the one where it's like if you win this game, you can, you can go undefeated. So I mean, if they win this game, I you would predict really, them to be to go undefeated. I would predict them, and I would be upset if they didn't. Knowing yes. the aspirations and knowing how good they are, I just they have no excuse after this game. And if if they lose this game, this is the one in the whole season because Cal's a game where. They're really good, but you're at home. Yes. Done. This is the one where, you know, if you're going to them, lose a game, it, it it it'll be this one. Outside of them getting outside of fully, that, if you drop one, then it's like 
you 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 screwed up. Yeah, outside of them getting embarrassed on Saturday, um, you know, there's not really an outcome that that kills me too bad. You know, if you lose by a field goal in that game, it's that's just how it happens sometimes. I mean, their defense is really good, um, and we saw how the offensive line looked. I'm sure they'll they'll use last Saturday's game and and make some adjustments to the game plan. Um, you know, you you want to come out and be able to run the ball, but based on what they saw last week, they might come out and it'll be a game where we're seeing Tyson throw it 60 times. Probably. Yeah. Although Ronnie, Ronnie did pretty well against Kutztown in the playoffs there. Yeah, he did. He did. So we'll, we'll see. What is that? A 12, 12 kickoff on, on Saturday. Is that a one? I'm going to guess it's a one o'clock. I feel like a lot of the away games are one o'clock just because of the travel. Um, I know I'm leaving at seven in the morning for that game. <laughs> Which means I'm getting up at like six. Let's see. Uh, nope, noon. Okay, noon. All right. Yeah, why is this? That game's at noon, and the ship the Shippensburg game the next week is at one. What are we? What are we? What are we doing there? I don't know. I mean, if you have lights, why not just start at two? Just give people a nice afternoon. Yeah. I don't know. If I, I feel know. like if, if I was in charge of Shepherd and we had lights, I would just schedule night games every game for like five years <laughs> to make up for it <laughs> right uh there's actually only two games that start at one the rest are at noon okay uh it's yeah. good for the routine i guess yep for shepherd so right. yeah there's that that's shepherd football on the front end of the show this time didn't make people uh sift through for it or wait <laughs> right yeah i think I think we've had kind of a shift where we actually have people who probably listen to this show for Shepherd Talk now. As opposed yeah. to what we started where it was like I felt like if we talked about Shepherd we would lose <laughs> a good bit of the people that actually listened to the show at first. <laughs> it's just um it's Shepherd Shepherd it's fans and Jags fans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rams and Jags. Um let's see, that's college. The NFL is uh okay, that's where the that's where the bad thoughts start. <laughs> the NFL's in full swing. Oh, God. I don't know how the Ravens lost that game. Well, I do know how they lost it, but I don't know <laughs> how how Kyle Hamilton let that happen. That's what I, I'm just gonna say. I don't know how Kyle Hamilton let that happen. And Jalen Armour Davis. Yeah, that's um you know, it, it's one thing if you're loaded up on on Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle starts killing you, and you know it's it's tough to guard two of those guys, even with a quarterback in Tua, who, despite his numbers, is not great. You know, like he doesn't have that arm talent like the Herbert, Mahomes, Josh Allen type of guys. No. Have. Um, but he he throws an accurate ball for the most part. Those are really good receivers. Um, but they let both of them run free, and that was what truly killed them. Um, if you just do everything in your whole power to stop Tyreek Hill, and then Jalen Waddle has a few open plays, I think that's enough to squeak out of there with a win. But to just let both of them run free like that, um, whether you know through miscommunication, um, bad reads, whatever that might have been, because I didn't, <laughs> I didn't dig into that game in detail. It was kind of the background game for me. Um. Yeah, that's 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 about as improbable as it gets, and I don't even know if the the Ravens' loss was the most improbable of the week because no. the Browns the Browns really did a number there. <laughs> <laughs> it was Joe Flacco. <laughs> Added Joe again. Flacco. I mean, yeah. that's um. I will I will say with the Ravens real quick is uh. The reason that there was so much Kyle Hamilton and the Jalen Armour Davis happening was that Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters were kind of like not um, – they were kind of on snap counts, like pitch counts. Marlon Humphrey didn't play a lot of the fourth quarter because they were like not at 100%. So that's kind of what happened there. If they get the team healthy, it should be better. Uh, Lamar played out of his mind. He had like 300 yards and 100 yards rushing. He had an 80-yard touchdown run and an 80-yard touchdown pass. So, 
Rashad, <laughs> Bate, Rashad Bateman looks good. Devin Duvernay looks solid. Uh, the o- offensive line, uh, hopefully Ronnie Stanley's coming back soon. Uh, they're down to two outside linebackers. They're That's not good. But they're signing Jason Pierre-Paul probably. So I saw that. Hopefully he's not completely washed up. Blake Martinez too. I have no idea what he has to offer. But <laughs> uh, and the the running backs. Uh, hopefully J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards are back soon because Kenyon Drake stinks. He's just bad. He's not good. Yeah, I was surprised to see he was um, on the Ravens. Also, just like on a team. That's that's a name that 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 kind of faded out of my mind within the past year. <laughs> yeah, I saw a like graph today that was like expected yard it was like expected or broken tackles per play and uh yards after contact per play, something like that. And Kenyon Drake was based off of those metrics, literally one of the two worst running backs in the NFL so far. It was not, like him and Chase Edmonds. Not ideal. No, not not great. And also, Aaron Jones of the Packers was like far far and away the best, like by a wide margin. Hmm. It was kind of wild. But yeah, the Browns lost to the Jets in unbelievable fashion. We're we're really showing that like people were were thinking, oh, you know, the Browns. You drop Deshaun Watson onto this team instead of Baker when he gets back. They're gonna be a they're gonna be a contender, are they? That team was just still with, you know, even when Baker was playing well, you know, a good run game. And when Baker was playing well, and when they had Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry, who they have neither of now. I mean, they have Amari Cooper, but yeah, and it's just like the defense isn't good. They gave up thirty points to Joe Flacco. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty. I know, uh, like they, the game should have been sealed away, but I mean, but I mean, to even if you were facing like peak Tom Brady, that's still a game you just can't lose. Yes. Um, you know, first off, to give up a blown coverage, seventy whatever yard touchdown. Um, you know, okay, we can live with that. We're still up a touchdown. We're gonna get the ball. Then you you allow the onside kick. Which cannot happen because it's so impossible to onside kicks in the NFL, and they let that happen, and then um, somehow with the team with you know no timeouts, drive right down the field and score a touchdown with twenty seconds left. Um, yeah, pretty rough loss, and then you got to turn around and play Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, they do, and they play the Steelers, right? They play the Steelers. Who are in first place? <laughs> the first place Pittsburgh Steelers. They yeah. can say it. They can say it for another. Um, let's see, another thirty hours here. Steelers. Can we got to say that. Browns for, minus four and a half. It was um. It was minus five and a half last night. I thought that was you know, I thought that was a touch. High I guess without T.J. Watt, the Steelers yeah. even without T.J. Watt, they really couldn't get pressure last week. Um, the Browns. You know, they're going to run the ball pretty well. But even when you run the ball well, unless you're getting massive chunks, you're still not scoring a ton of points because you're not getting explosive plays. You're just bleeding the clock and then being efficient. Um, it'll probably be a fairly close game. Maybe, you know, four and a half is, is accurate, but I'm feeling like two and a half, three in this one. I feel like three points is... Yeah, it feels every... a little... A little the, much to me. The uh, the Steelers always find a way to make it a three point game, either one way or the other. It's true. It's just that's just how they play. So we'll see. I mean, people want Kenny Pickett. Like that's going to actually change anything. Um, yeah, I I think the calls for you should you should consider that Mike Tomlin, a good coach, has watched the entirety of training camp and has watched. Mitchell Trubisky and Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph play these games and these practices in the preseason and the beginning of the season. And he looked at them and he looked at Kenny Pickett 
And he said, you are worse than Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> Is that what you want? Do you want Do you want, do you really want that? Yeah. And I mean, the main gripe should really be, I mean, first off, they can't run the ball with any consistency. It was a little bit better last week, but not by much. Um, and they haven't, they aren't really asking the quarterback to do anything, but at the same time, it's like, he's not doing anything. He's not doing anything because you aren't asking him to. So it's not like Trubisky's going out here and trying to push the ball down the field and he's incapable. Like they're just not doing that. And that's not what's being called. And they've even said, like Trubisky has said to the media, he says on most plays, I can't audible. I'm just doing what I'm told. <laughs> um, so the main problem seems to be, uh, you know, your offensive line and your offensive coordinator, which outside of your quarterback, you, you'd probably want those two things to be good. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, they're just not a very good offense. There's nothing, like, crazy about it. Like, they're just not – they're just not very good. And maybe they'll get better. Maybe the run game will get better. You know, maybe they'll figure out a way to, to you know – get the ball to the middle of the field. Um, you could probably start by running routes with your wide receivers that way or using your, your really good tight end. Um, that's the only slimmer of hope, and I think is probably what frustrates people, is that Deontay Johnson's very good. Pat Frymuth is pretty good. Claypool is serviceable. And George Pickens is clearly an athletic freak who can make great catches. Um and nobody seems to be being utilized in any efficient manner. Uh, so that kind of goes back to the offensive coordinator, who they're not going to fire midseason. And even if they did, the offense, they're not going to install a new offense. So you're just going to have to live with it. I hope TJ comes back and that the defense can score a touchdown every game. But you'll probably go 500, either one game above or below, depending on how many um, – one score games you can pull out and that's going to be that pretty simple team <laughs> Steelers the yeah. Steelers are the Steelers you know maybe you, you get better next year you figure something out sometimes you just got to look at the scoreboard from last week and see what pops out hey um are the Colts bad cuz they were supposed to be good they yeah. lost twenty four to nothing to the Jaguars. Also, Trevor Lawrence, he might be he might be getting there. It seems he, like he's finally see, and that that's what our show is all about. Is we inspired him to come out and show us something after saying he hasn't shown us anything. Yeah, that's so. That's what we did. We called him out, and he responded. Is that simple, really? Yeah, Matt Ryan. Um, he's been kind of becoming done for a couple years see he's he's see I'm from i've reliable nfl people would would tell me that he was good last year but which i believe and from what i saw of the falcons which was was very little because they were irrelevant uh, entirely i i'm sure that was true but that the wash train can can come up fast and it can it can hit you real quick, and the Colts might have just traded for Matt Ryan as soon as he became washed. That's possible, um, but you would think a team like that, your quarterback shouldn't matter that much. You have that running back. Like, is Jonathan Taylor not carrying the team? Like, are you not allowing him to carry the team? I just don't know what's going on there. There's yeah, been some, there's been some talk. No want, points. They want the coach out of there. I mean, and I get the Jags. You know, that's that's kind of been their kryptonite for whatever reason. Just one of those weird things. Yeah, um, it's just a bad team. You lose to a lot. Division thing going on there. But they can't win in Jacksonville. You got. It's not like Jacksonville played a good game against you. I mean, you got completely dominated. Like totally. So. And and you you didn't play well against the Texans the week before, um, yeah. I don't I don't know what to think about the Colts. I mean, it's not a great outlook, 
but it's such a strange two games they've played. And who knows? Maybe the Texans. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, um, maybe the Texans aren't bad, and the Jaguars maybe, are like pretty good. Yeah, because the Texans ended up tying um, week one. They went to Denver. They were competitive. Um, couldn't score many points. You know, the book's still out on Denver, I think, also. And it's probably not a great book. Um, so maybe the Texans are, are not a complete pushover. So we can give them that. The ja- I mean, the Jags, I, I think the Jags are, you can just say they are improved. I don't think that's controversial. They're better yeah, that's definitely at a baseline level, they are better than they were with Urban Meyer, than they were with Urban Meyer. Yeah. Which yeah, is now, which I'm, God, I hope you, I hope you would, would be. <laughs> I really they, hope you they've would made, be. they've made some acquisitions. Um, yeah. Christian Kirk looks Christian Kirk. Pretty, pretty good. And so I'm, I'm not going to say they are good. Uh, Cause it's, it's, it's going to be tough in the AFC, but yeah. And that's going to be the thing in the AFC also is there's going to be some teams who record-wise might look like a disappointment, but it's really just because everyone in the AFC is good. Um, because looking at the AFC, just the whole thing, um, you look at the Texans as being like bottom of the barrel. You would think of the Jags who have taken a bit of a step up. Um, I guess in the AFC North, you'd say, you know, it's tough to say who the worst team is. Uh, the Steelers probably have the worst offense, but their defense is good enough to keep them in games. The Bengals have fallen off. Maybe they're the worst team. Mm. The book's still out on the Browns. Like, yeah. it, it's hard to just pinpoint like three or four teams who are like all but guaranteed wins. Like you can fully eliminate them right now from the playoffs. Like it's tough to do that right now. Um, yeah. So the AFC, it's it's going to be it's going to be really strange. Some teams going to be winning ten games, but they're going to be really good. I think that the AFC South this year can probably be won with like nine games, nine wins. Yeah. Because that Monday night game for the Titans, good lord, did they look bad. And I mean, I know the Bills are good, like probably the best team in the league. But Jesus, man. You can you can adjust for Bills Avalanche and it's still a bad loss. Yes. Because you are expected to be you I mean what they were the one seed last year, right? The yes. weirdest, the weird AFC one seed that just made no sense. Yeah, I mean, um, even though like Derrick Henry missed three quarters of the year. Yeah. Um so, you know, even with the Bills... Derrick Henry had 13 carries for 25 yards. What's I, going on there? I, um, I I would say Derrick Henry's best days are behind him. He probably... And so, maybe, you know, they rushed him back last year. Like, he clearly was not Derrick Henry when he came back. And so I guess, you know, that and then an offseason and not getting a lot of carry and 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 playing the preseason obviously being a top running back he just might not be in very good football shape um because i mean we're going to be coming up on close to like a year of him not playing significant amounts of football so there's going to be that element i mean i'm sure he'll get a little better against some lesser opponents and you know season goes on he has seemed to get better in his career um but they need him to be really good, and he was not that at all. Uh, just a total embarrassment. Um, but the Bills, I mean, they're like world beaters right now. I mean, they <laughs> who's who's beating the Bills right now anywhere? I, I couldn't pick anybody against them. I don't, I don't know, man. So, have we ever talked about Derrick Henry's high school stats on this on the show? I don't know if we talked about them on the show. I have definitely discussed them before. So that's the thing. Derrick Henry was drafted in 2016. So, and he's, he's what? Hold on. 27 probably. 
Yeah, that sounds about right. He is 28. Ready. He's 28. Oh, it's his birthday's the day after mine. How about that? Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Yeah. 28 years old. So he's only played, this is what? What, se- what number of season is that? Six? One, two, three, four, five, six, seventh season. This would be his seventh. His seventh season. So you might say, oh, that's not that much mileage. Let's look at the mileage he had in high school and go from there. <laughs> As a freshman in high school, Derrick Henry had 313 carries. That's for insane. T- for 2,465 yards. That's a lot of carries for high school. Like, how do you even run that many plays? A, f- a 15-year-old. I feel like <laughs> I feel like most high school teams, and maybe this is just the area I grew up in, I feel like they don't run 300 plays in a season. <laughs> I feel like that, yeah. Like, they don't run that many plays in high school. You end up right. on a running clock half the time because the games are blowouts. Like, the games runs at a snail's pace. So, yeah, as a freshman in high school, he had 313 carries for 2,465 yards and 26 touchdowns. As a child, yes. Uh As a sophomore, somehow ended with exactly 313 carries once again. 2,788 yards, 38 rushing touchdowns. (laughs) As a junior, 309 carries, 2,610 yards, 34 rushing touchdowns. As a senior in high school, <clears throat> 462 carries, <laughs> 4,261 yards, 55 rushing touchdowns, giving him a total in four years of high school of 1,397 carries, 12,124 yards, and 153 rushing touchdowns. That's not bad. It's, it's solid. It's pretty solid. Then you go to Alabama. He only had thir- <laughs> he only had thirty five carries as a freshman. He had one hundred and seventy two as a sophomore for nine hundred ninety yards, eleven touchdowns. And then as a junior, his Heisman season, he had three hundred and ninety five carries for twenty two hundred nineteen <laughs> yards, twenty eight touchdowns, four hundred carries in fifteen games. How's that even? That's that's incredible. And then... Like, you're not Titans, doing anything else on offense. Yeah, and then with the Titans, 110 carries as a rookie, 176 as a soft, as a second-year guy, 215, 303, uh, three, 378 in his 2,000-yard season. Last year, he played eight games, and he had 219 carries. <laughs> I remember back going into last year, Seeing what he was like putting up and what he was on pace for, it's like Jesus Christ. And then he got hurt with like eight games into the season. It's amazing so, he can walk. Yeah, again, twenty eight years old. He's six four. He's like six four two forty. Like, imagine somebody like that who's not putting that punishment on their body. They're gonna be in such great shape as an old person, right? But now he's probably not. Also, when he came into the league, yeah, his first year or so, he was not, he wasn't all that good. He was behind. People forget uh, that. Who were? Who was the other guy that they were giving carries to? It was a former Patriots guy, Dion Lewis. Dion Lewis. Dion Lewis. Yeah, That's a Patriots name. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, Derrick Henry. Um, he really was. He so he had played in eight games, and he had had nine hundred thirty-seven car- uh, yards and ten touchdowns through. Half the season. And with that, you know, 17th game added in, probably would have gotten 2,000 yards, or at least 1,900 something, at that pace at least. And he would have gotten like 21 touchdowns. But then he got hurt. Yeah, I don't um Which hopefully doesn't become a trend, but it might. Yeah, that's just hard to not even sustain. It's hard to even be anywhere close to that i mean you can cut that in half and that's plenty for him (laughs) right for what he's done yeah um that's that's gonna you know the season is gonna play out but i feel like that's gonna really hit a cliff here soon it has to that's just how running backs go also i mean you see it all the time where guys are great and then give it three four years and they're not even in the league 
Right. And if you were to say that the, if you would subscribe to the theory that, you know, it's not age, it's number of carries that will slow a guy down. I mean, at this rate, Derrick Henry's at any moment could fall off the cliff because that mileage is heavy. Yeah, if he's playing past 30, like, just give him two, three years from now, if he's still playing, like, that is massively impressive. Yeah, if I were him, I just wouldn't. I would retire at, like, 30. Yeah, if you can escape now and you're not in, like, the worst shape, that's that's a, that's a big win. Yeah, because <laughs> you figure... Money. You figure he's not he's not going to set, like, records because he didn't play enough in his first couple of years. He only got 100 yards as a rookie. He didn't get 1,000 uh, or... Or, sorry, I'm going the opposite way. He only had 400 as a rookie, 750 as a second-year player, and then he went 1,000, 1,500, 2,937. Yeah. And he's already 28. It's like, you're not really going to be setting any all-time records there, so you, I, there's not really that reason to stick around for the long haul, like Frank Gore or something. Yeah, just get your, get your money right and hang it up. Yeah. So I can only hope for his sake. So, yeah, that's, that's the Titans for you. God. That's what they're holding on to. <laughs> yeah. Tannehill looks awful. They don't have any receivers. Traylon Burks like has had, like, four different issues in training camp and preseason. And he's, like, the number two receiver behind Robert Woods, who's coming off a season-ending injury. So, Robert Woods has been hurt a lot. Yeah, that's, like, all he does. He just, like, gets concussed and then, like, tears his knee up and then repeats. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can, yeah. I was going to see if I could check, like, how many games, real quick, how many games per season does Robert Woods play? <laughs> I give him a four. Um, it's more than I thought. 14, 16, 14, 13, 12, 16, 15, 16, 9. But still, 12, 13, 14, that's like you're missing, a, you know, a solid couple weeks there, here and there. Yeah, as a receiver, and which is a, a position that of, of all the football positions, one you, you just don't see get hurt a ton. Yeah, it's you a start losing of... speed, and it's, it, it, it can yeah. get ugly. It can get ugly, just like yeah. running back can. So, yeah. What else, what else happened this past week? Uh, the Eagles look good. Oh my gosh, Jalen Hurts. He took the next step. He did. I already thought coming into this year that the Eagles, I, I went through their schedule. I went through the, actually every NFL game and just plotted out like who I thought would win each game, see what the records came out as. I had the Eagles at like 11 or 12 wins and winning the NFC East. Um, but that was under the assumption that Jalen Hurts would just kind of be mid. Jalen Hurts looks like he's good. Yeah, he really does. So. so what was he? He was like twenty-five of thirty-two or something ridiculous. Yeah, let's see. Ten of ten, I think. Twelve of twelve. Twenty-six of thirty-one, three hundred and thirty-three yards, touchdown and a pick. Yeah, and he and he had two rushing touchdowns. Yeah, ran all over him a little bit, you know. So that touchdown, he that I mean, you, one you, touchdown you win, run he had was good. You win eleven games in that division. You won the division by like four games. So yeah, especially with the Cowboys not having Dak for a few weeks. Uh, you know, I mean, the streets are saying they're they're better without Dak. So better with Cooper Rush. They beat the, they beat the uh, the AFC champion Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the record. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One and one. Man, that's a, the Bengals so far. Just yes. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, yeah, we kind of. I mean, I think everyone kind of knew that it was just kind of a fluky kind of thing that they made it to the Super Bowl. It was just a good team, and it was – I would call it a Cinderella run. I mean, they yes. won some wild games. So, Not as fluky as, like, the Ravens with Flacco or something like that, but, yeah. <laughs> the Eagles with Nick Foles. I mean, right. great, te- great team, but, I mean, that quarterback. I mean, it was essentially just you, you beat the Chiefs in the last second. Or yeah. not at the last second, but, you know. He came back. You had one good game. You beat the Chiefs. Yeah, you did well. It. And um, 
What was the other game? The Titans? Oh, see, they, they beat, beat the they beat the fraudulent Titans the in the one divisional round. Titans, and then they beat the Raiders in a game where there was like controversy, where like they blew a whistle on a Raiders touchdown or whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then they just kind of they were able to they caught Pat Mahomes on an off day, and suddenly they're in the Super Bowl, and now expectations are really high, and there, here we are, and you know. There's a whole year of film on you now that teams were preparing for. You've spent an off-season off repairing your offensive line. They still stink. So that, that's, that's really all it takes. And, you know, you lost to an NFC team. You really shouldn't have. But you drop a game, play terrible to the Steelers in your home opener. You already own one in the division. It's just Super Bowl hangover, which... We can debate if that's a thing or not, but um, yeah, just it happens. They'll they'll be better next year, I'm sure. Um, they'll be better later this year, also. Um, they'll figure something out, but you start zero and two, you're just kind of mathematically in dire shape, playoff wise. See, when I had looked at their schedule, I thought, man, this is a team that could start like. Eight and eight and one, nine and one, <laughs> and and then maybe they fall off into a wild card spot, but starting zero and two, man, they're hitting the reverse of that. Yeah, I mean they get the Jets this week, so I mean you would hope that's a get right game. They're favored the by five team in the league, right? But there. It, it is, yeah. <laughs> Joe Flacco, man, the elite quarterback. He's back to being elite. Um, he they did get play well at the end. <laughs> yeah, but then you think about it. Then after the Jets. They get the Dolphins and the Ravens. The Ravens in Baltimore. Mm. And it's like, yeah, the, the, Dolphins, Dolphins, the, the Dolphins look good. The Dolphins, that's like a real game now. Yeah, and the Ravens, I mean, that's a Sunday night game in Baltimore. I mean, if the Ravens that's can tough, sure yeah. up their, if, if the secondary is a little if, uh, healthier, if like Ronnie Stanley or J.K. Dobbins or Gus Edwards or, you know, any combination of them are back. That's, I mean, the Ravens are a very good team. Yeah, if they just, you know, don't give up 500 yards of offense. Yeah, that's the thing is they did that to Joe Burrow twice last year. Yeah. So that's the only problem. Is, well, uh, you, you had a year to, like to the, fix it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, that's rough. Yeah, I don't know. So let's see. Is there any scan over here? Trey Lance is out for the year, so Jimmy G's back. So it's just the same old 49ers now. Yeah, right. They went back so quick. Which, I mean, the 49ers are good. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how I was feeling about Trey Lance. I think he needed. Yeah. He, he definitely needed some time to, like, really get comfortable in there. But yeah, get acclimated. That, that was definitely um, cut a little short. So we'll try again next year. I don't. I don't understand how the final score of the Rams Falcons game is a four point game, but I'm I'm not going to ask questions. Man, what a wild game that was! All you need to know about that game is that the Falcons went forward on fourth down at one point. Mariota tripped over his own feet, fell down, got back up, and threw a touchdown. That's amazing. They almost came back from twenty eight to three, and then they did not. And then let's see here. Oh, the oh the Broncos. They're not good. No. Russell Wilson's not very good. They are very poorly coached as well. Yeah, Nathaniel Hackett is uh the the shine came off of him real quick. Yeah, that's um it, it's not often the NFL team is just that obviously poorly coached, but they they're one of them. Yeah, so let's see. What what are the interesting games this week? I think, we... the, um, I think the Bills and Dolphins play. Ooh, okay. I'm interested in that. Ravens play the Patriots. Uh, they're favored by a field goal in New England, in Foxborough, which sounds about right. I would have said Chiefs and Colts uh, was kind of interesting, but the Colts <laughs> just look like dog shit. Colts are looking at um, 0-2-1 right now. Yikes, man. Let's let me look at the Colts schedule real You're quick. When, when's when's the get right game? Oh man, <laughs> Broncos week four on Thursday night on Prime Video. So that's an, it's in Denver. 
so that's interesting. Then they go back. They play the Jags again. Then they go to Nashville to play the Titans. Then they get the Commanders at home. I think Commanders is their first win. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I mean, in Denver on the short week, that's really difficult. And yeah, by that I think, point, man, by that point, I was going to say, I think they could beat the Jags in Indy, but they lost 24 to nothing. By, um, by that point, I think Denver will have is going to be ready for like the where we're we're improved game where they come out at home on a short week and look good and then go back to being bad that's going to be the game they hit cuz they the Colts are just cursed so after that commanders game they go at new england at vegas eagles steelers at cowboys at vikings chargers <laughs> that's all the way up to uh week uh 15 are they, so. win, are they gonna win like six games? Maybe. I mean, that's oof. I mean, you know, they can that's improve. Rough. They that's got time to turn things around here. Get Matt Ryan on a hot streak or something. Figure out to you know run the ball first off because that's kind of what you're supposed to do well. But okay, we got Packers Buccaneers this week. Four twenty-five on Fox. Oh man. Who will be crowned washed king between those quarterbacks? <laughs> Tampa's only a one-point favorite at home. Tampa Tampa's, has not Tampa's looked... offense has been bad. Yeah, no, it has like not been good. They, I mean, 20 points on the Saints, 19 points on the Cowboys is like pretty mid. And Brady's been pissed at everyone. Yeah, and Brady, you know, Brady misses Gronk, and his numbers aren't very good. He misses just, his, they're just he, not, you know. He misses his wife. He, and he, he misses Giselle. He's got something going on there. <laughs> <laughs> there's uh, there's definitely some drama there. Yeah, The Sunday night game is 49ers-Broncos in Denver. That's I have no interest in that. No. I kind of like when the Sunday night game is bad. It just lets me go to Let bed you, when I yeah, win. Yeah, yeah. But it is, is nice. It's nice to have a good one now and then. But that's that's two bad ones in a row. The Monday night game is Cowboys Giants. We do not. I promise you, NFL. We do not need to do one of these Cowboys Giants games in prime time every year. Please stop. Please stop. Do you think? Do you think um, Troy Aikman requested that game personally? Probably. That's all that is. God. Rams Cardinals at at four twenty five. Okay. All right. Jags, Jags, Chargers. I mean, the Chargers are a touchdown favorite, but Trevor Lawrence and Herbert. Yeah, prove it, prove it to me, Jags. Let's let's see. Yeah, that 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 that'll be a good prove it game. That'll be a game to see how good the Colts are. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, that's a good way to put it. Like yeah. if the Jags come out and get dominated, then you look it's like, oh, it's like, like, oh man, the Colts are really bad. But if the Jags come out and they lose by, <laughs> you know. Eight points, five points, or when outright somehow you go, okay, Colts, uh, not a total loss, right? Yeah, good lord. Mm-mm-mm. Let's see. Uh, I think that's. But let's see what what's coming up on the college slate this this weekend, other than Cutstown, Clemson, <laughs> Wake Forest, Florida, Tennessee. Uh, I think geez, there's, there's only... no there's no other ranked versus ranked games. I think there's three of them. I uh, think there's one other. Did I miss one? Let's see. Oh, Arkansas, Texas A and M. Yeah, that's the one. I mean, Texas A and M is ranked, but you know, not really. Yeah, they're twenty. They're twenty third. That's a fake team. <laughs> oh God, yeah. That's a team where if they started unranked, they would not be ranked. Oh, that's absolutely. Just, that's just the, that's just the system being very flawed. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, it'll be a nice, you know, it's an all right Saturday to just kind of sit back and relax. Nothing crazy. Probably not a game that everyone's tuning into. Maybe, you know, Florida, what, Florida, Tennessee. Maybe that does a little number, but. Probably not. I don't know. All right. Well, that's football. Not a, yeah. I'd say. That is. Yeah. All right. Is, uh, is Michaela around? <laughs> She's in another room. Does she want to talk about the Bachelorette now or or another time? Uh, probably another time. All right. It was it was really <laughs> something to watch. 
that was man i was uncomfortable so was i wolf yeah i guess we'll get into that another time <laughs> yeah we can do that i think our yeah. recording's about to get killed here uh probably well it, it's past an hour for me and it didn't cut off so <laughs> they're gonna pull us off the airways yeah it did that before but now it doesn't do it some for some reason yeah, unpredictable. Yep. Hit us with the hard network out. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll, so we'll see you next week. Yeah. <laughs>